Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. He said when they woke him up the next morning and showed him the clip, he was like, that's me? That's me? What's good? It's another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. It's brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It's Wednesday, and we have yet another Chris Brown story today. Chris Brown is explaining why it is okay for singers to use ghostwriters, but not rappers. Then we have to talk about Ray J because he announced that he has a big brand partnership coming after this clip of him went viral after the BET Awards. And Lil Baby is channeling Jay-Z and Lil Wayne, and he's getting locked into album mode. Exciting stuff. Before we get into it all, though, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now let's get to it. Okay, so let's start with Chris Brown. I feel like this is like the 15th clip from his Drink Champs episode to go viral. So if anybody hasn't checked out the whole episode yet, I really suggest you do so because it's a really, really, really great interview. You get to hear some Chris Brown stories that you've never really heard before in this interview with Nori and DJ EFN. So number one, go check out the Drink Champs interview. But one part of it that went super viral is the part where he's discussing ghostwriters. Now, as we know, in rap, it's kind of looked down upon for people to have people writing their verses and speaking their words for them. But with singing, it's totally acceptable. Like, people do not care if another writer wrote a singer's song or if Chris Brown sings somebody's song. If any singer sings another person's song, no one really cares. And Chris decided to shed some light on that during this episode with Nori. Depends on the artist in right. the hip hop in the hip hop standpoint. Right. If you stand on your business or of you hobby you rapping and you doing your shit. Right. We don't want to hear about some somebody else's robbery. Yeah. If you say you're an you an MC. Like, you feel me? Right. So we not gonna respect from a hip hop culture to be like, man, that's hard. That nigga wrote it for him. <laughs> like, like, well, then what are we listening to you for? Then right. listen to this nigga. You but why is that accepted in R&B? Because everybody can't sing. I always say it like this, right? Because I never discredit writers Points who write on my own. I got hella co-writers and we do certain shit, right? Describe But us. it's just like this. They can write it. Who gonna sing it like me? So at the end of the day, you might can write some beautiful shit that hey, it gets <laughs> overlooked because it don't sound good. Mm. Points were made. I think points were made. One point he made, though, was just about the delivery. And I feel like people could make that same argument for rap. Like, somebody can write the bars down, but another person can deliver it better. But in that sense, I feel like rappers, they're rapping their life for the most part. That's that's the connotation behind what rappers do. Like, we're accepting that these are your words and you're telling us about your life. Meanwhile, singers, I feel like it's known that they sing about a variety of people, <laughs> people's experiences and they're portraying a feeling or an emotion. So I kind of get where Chris Brown was coming from. Yeah, I get where he's coming from, too. It's surprising to me that I never really thought of it that way. But I guess with R&B, I feel like R&B is either about like, I wouldn't say generic stuff, but, you know, like love, relationships, yada, yada. So I feel like people can all have something to say about that or be able to say something and come together like in a writing session. But yeah, with rap, if it is like a personal story, how else can someone write that? Or 
how can, you know, if you don't, if it's not your words, then you're not really being truthful. It's not about you. You're like faking the pump and things like that. So I kind of get what Chris Brown is saying, but it's kind of interesting where like, you know, rappers have to come with your own rhymes every single time. Whereas an RB artist can legit just sing somebody else's song and it'd be completely okay. But I wonder if it's just because of the subject matter, maybe just simple love relationships, whereas rapping is like, you know, uh, hardcore or something. I don't know, but it is interesting. And then the roots of how rap started, it was people writing their own rhymes. When you go back to early R&B, early any type of music involving singing, I feel like it's always been people writing for others and whoever sings the best just sings the song. So even if you go back to hip hop's roots, like that was frowned upon in the beginning. Somebody else writing your rhymes, man, you didn't write that. Like, it's just all in the history of it. So I kind of agree with Chris Brown here. And he expounds upon it a little bit more in the interview, too. He even goes on to say if rappers are writing a song and they have a singer on it or if they have somebody else on the hook of the song, that is cool. Like if that person wrote the hook that they're delivering or something like that. But as far as verses, when you're talking about you and your life and your experiences, We don't want to hear you saying someone else's experiences as your own experiences. So that's what he said about that. Interesting interview. Like I said, go check out the whole thing, The Drink Champs with Chris Brown. Really, really a lot of dope hip-hop and R&B stories on there. And speaking of um, classic R&B, let's talk about Ray J real quick because Ray J has been viral for like the past seven days. In his latest viral clip, Ray J was eating a cup of noodles at the BET Awards. Now, if BET Awards is a pretty upscale event, it's not it's not really the type of place you would eat a cup of noodles, cup of ramen noodles at, per se, I, I wouldn't say. Uh, but in this clip, that's exactly what Ray J is doing. He's at his seat, sneaking a little bite. He looks like that viral clip of Russell Westbrook eating like some chicken or something at the, <laughs> at the, at the NBA game where he's like sneaking it a little bit. Or like whatever he was eating, I don't know if it was chicken, chips, whatever it was, he was sneaking it. And then that that little moment went viral. Ray J's clip looks exactly like that. But now, according to Ray J, after uh, this Cup of Noodles clip has gone viral, he says that he has a brand endorsement or a partnership coming with Cup of Noodles. So that's slurping you here is Ray J eating a Cup of Noodles um, as he's about to make this announcement. <laughs> I just got off the phone with Cup of Noodles. Just got off the phone with a couple of noodles. Got synergy. They have synergy. They're coming together, speaking on ideas. Big deal on the way. Big deal on the way. <laughs> you heard it. Amongst <laughs> two minutes of slurping, <laughs> these noodles. Ray J announced that uh, he and Cup of Noodles has a partnership on the way. In the caption, he said, super excited for the future. And he also said, P.S. I didn't have a fork. So he was eating these with a plastic spoon um, in this wow. video. <laughs> I, I, I believe Ray J. I believe in him when he says that. I believe they called him after that or he called them. I can believe that. I buy that. Yeah, I believe it too. I don't think he would lie about it, especially with all he's got going on from the vocals and the performance. The partnership got to be real for him to, uh, you know, bounce back from that because that's a good look. Cup of Noodles, they don't do deals, sponsorships. Like, when did you hear of a Cup of Noodles deal? Yeah, that was interesting. Ray J's Mm -hmm. been having quite the week. (laughs) He recently (laughs) called into the Joe Budden podcast too and explained himself and why he sounded like that on the Versus Battle. That was another (laughs) interesting clip that was floating around. Ray J said, basically, it was the Casamigos' fault. 
We all been there. We all been there. He said, he said when they woke him up the next morning and showed him the clip, he was like, that's me. That's me. So yeah, Ray J's been having a hell of a week, <laughs> but through it all, he still, he still perseveres, man. That's what I love about Ray J. Like even when he has these negative moments in the media, he always turns them into something positive. He always flips it. He always flips it into a brand deal or another show or another series or an appearance on a show or some money. Like, Ray J is going to flip it in his favor. And he also said that he wants to come back and redeem himself for that versus battle. He said that while he was on Joe Budden, too. He was like, I don't even have to be back on versus. He was like, I just got to do a live performance in front of the people and let them know what, what my voice is really about. So we'll be looking for that, too, with Ray J. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. All right, lastly, let's talk about Lil Baby. He is getting locked into album mode. I'm super, 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 super excited about this. Um, he put out a clip recently, a little snippet of some new music that he has. Uh, we can play that, too, a little bit. But on Monday, he hopped on social media with an update for this new album, and fans were basically giving an inside look on how he's putting the project together. According to him, he's coming with a whole different vibe, and he's cutting out distractions this time around. Yeah, he also tweeted, he was like, I'm coming totally different, which was basically... Uh, like a vow to display his growth and evolution you know since he hasn't dropped an album since the 2020 my turn and there's also things going around where he's adopting the traits and the likes of Jay-Z and Lil Wayne while in this final stretch of finishing up his album um, so we've talked about Lil Baby you know possibly being one of the greats in the near future in the same realm of a Jay-Z or Lil Wayne so it is interesting that he's already kind of acknowledging that and trying to like be that as he is saying he's finishing this album and he's like locking in and coming totally different so I am excited for this little baby album too especially how he's talking it's got to be good yeah I was loving that that snippet he put out when he was in the um in his little baby blue um I think it was g-wagon he was in his baby blue whip this thing this thing sounds good if you ask me let's hear a little bit of it I know if I had to, I'd be shot over and do it all again. They be focused on me, practicing my style. I really said the shit. I remember we thought we was rich when we first got a tent. Ain't never no on the spot like I'm cool with blending in. Pull away, get deeper in. You ain't like that, don't pretend. Back row, my only friend. It's gonna be that one I need. It. You ain't down for me, then beat it. Nobody don't know my secrets. Read between the lines, I see that. Don't come back around and keep it. I'd rather vibe, I wouldn't vibe. Cause niggas talk too much. I don't got no problem paying the high, but you just talk too much. Come on, man. Now, yeah, the the quality was a little shaky, like it, like we said, it's inside the car, so it sounds like a little hollowed out or echoey, whatever. But as far as the lyrics that I was hearing, I like that. I, I want to hear that whole song. Hopefully, that's one of the first songs that he puts out, and we get that soon, like within the next month or so. And with him being on tour with Chris Brown. Now is like the perfect time to drop the album. I don't know if he wants to do it in the middle of the tour since all the hype is going to be there or if he wants to wait until they finish the tour, build all that momentum, drop the album, and then go on his own tour. Whatever he's doing, though, I know it's going to be grand. I know it's going to be epic. And I believe that Lil Baby is walking in the footsteps of people like a Lil Wayne and like a Jay-Z. The work ethic is there and it's speaking for itself. Uh, most definitely. So, yeah, I don't think he's said any release date for this yet, right? Or maybe was that late July rumored? But, yeah, yeah, you're ready. I'm excited to hear it because the snippet was good. He's in grind mode. He's coming totally different. 
this may be one of the qualifiers for best album of the year too. So we're going to see. All right. Well, that's an excellent note to end on. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can also follow us. I am at Asia Sky on all social media platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. All right, we will be back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.